Lindsay. Hey, Sean. We're here to... Oh, God. Welcome to WeView, Yasha. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I think I was thinking about something else. I, we I, did start out a little different. I <laughs> might have thrown you off a touch. <laughs> kids, don't try new things. And don't try to talk about Mysteria friends before talking about Amy Yasha. It'll just empty your brain. Lindsay, are you ever going to watch Mysteria Friends? Highly unlikely. Okay. So instead, let's talk about episode 89, Nursing Battle of the Rival Lovers. What battle? What lovers? <laughs> and this episode started off with a recap that ended up being highly misleading because it made it seem like that they're on the trail of Naraku. And yet, they're not because Kagome's sick. <laughs> they're getting ready to get on the trail. Not only that, too, took me a few minutes to learn this. They're in Kaede's village. Mm -hmm. So they're just at the starting point. Mm -hmm. And about to leave when I guess Kagome falls ill. Having nothing to do with the previous episode. Yeah, I guess just a cold. Maybe she has monkey flu. Is that a thing? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Unless you talk to Peter Jackson. That's a reference for two people. Here we go. But this is like a good uh, a good kind of funny one that yeah. highlights uh, how homesick she can be about school. And yeah. How, how much... What it like her friends take for granted everyday yeah. life and she feels like she's missing out on it. Yeah. Because they don't go into detail about what they're talking about with Ayumi. Is that her friend's name who's basically you? Yes. And they're talking about something she did and the whole school was talking about yes. it. And they're like, yeah, I did that. She's like, God, I'm missing everything. <laughs> I'm missing my youth. Yeah. But now she's taking the feudal era for granted because nobody else can do that. I guess it's just <laughs> hard to do sometimes. So as we've said, Inuyasha's sick, or pfft. Kagome's sick. Inuyasha's fine. He's just a, a dick. <laughs> He's very annoyed. He wants to start the the search for Naraku. He'd love to get this plot going. Yeah. And figure out just where the hell he is. Northwest? Or was it northeast? I want to say northeast. Okay. So he gets so irritated that he just runs off. Yeah, everyone's telling him to lay off. And Shippo's the only one who gets punched for saying what everyone else said. Yeah, he just says, I agree, and gets hit. Yeah. <laughs> and Kagome, of course, is like, I'm sorry. And, of course, Inuyasha feels bad. Yeah, don't make me feel bad and runs off. Mm -hmm. and but not to a sulking tree. Remember no. Remember a sulking tree? He hasn't sulked in quite a while. It's true, he hasn't, because he's got buddies now. Yep. Who like him. The power of friendship. That's true. I think every anime ever is about the power of friendship. <laughs> Except for maybe Ghost in the Shell. Um. <laughs> She's looking at her notes. What's next to talk about? They do establish that Kaede's gone. Yes. Because she'd be able to whip up some healing herbs and make Kagome feel better. Mm -hmm. Where's Kaede, you ask? I thought it was just a throwaway line. But it's not. But the gang suggests that Kagome go home to her own time. Why didn't Kagome think of this? She, they're in the village where the whale is. Maybe she just didn't want to leave them in a lurch. 
And she's like, oh, okay. She's always bringing home like bandages and medicine and stuff. And she was always quick to go home. Yeah. In other circumstances. Why would you not just say, well, I'm here. Let me pop over and take some NyQuil and I'll be back in the morning. Take some steroids. That's where you're sick and you don't feel it. Uh, and Moroku attempts a grope piggyback <laughs> just to lay his cards on the table. <laughs> yeah, he could have gotten away with it. I think he was a little overeager. Hmm. I think he could have. Because ever, no one thought anything of it when he was like, oh, get on my back, I'll carry you. But had to wiggle them fingers. <laughs> that's not how you piggyback somebody either. <laughs> I don't think. It is Morocco style. <laughs> but Japan finds piggybacks very romantic. I'm learning through this show and uh, the other one that I watched that didn't Thomas end in Promise Neverland? Romance. No. No, there's no, no romance. There are piggybacks in that show. Good call. All right. All right. But no romance in that show, which uh, means you're not even going to try to watch it. No. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Children. Oh, so in a edit, Kagome is just back home and Gramps is covering for Kagome. <laughs> but only a cold this time. Yeah, I love or no, just this time. <laughs> for real no, for real this time. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. um Beg pardon? <laughs> yeah, uh the mom's nursing her and the friends at school are talking about visiting her because she's been gone for a while. Hojo overhears. And this was funny, too. The cold seems to stump him because <laughs> everything oh, else was cold. like, oh, I got it. What can I do? What a remedy. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. My family only sells stuff for weird yep. ailments. <laughs> everything else, just not a cold. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Kaede is fighting a giant brain demon. Yeah, that's pretty ugly. And Inuyasha punches it in the face. I gotta admit, I thought Inuyasha was coming to get Kaede. Yeah, why didn't he? I wonder. I kind of thought that he's gonna fly in and punch this demon and say, Come on, Kaede, we gotta go. I really thought that was the way it was gonna be. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he changes his plan when she says that we gotta fight these demons because they've been acting up lately. I think he's single, single-mindedly... Getting ingredients for something his mom yes. used to make him. Yes. Spoiler alert. Which, and there just happens to be a lot of demons in his way. Yep. And he's going through them. <laughs> and he slices it in half and then just goes, see ya. They give him a hero pose and everything. And <laughs> <laughs> I think they even said like, oh my gosh, did he just save us? And she's like, no. no. Not on purpose. I, I, no. On accident. <laughs> he does. That guy next to Kaede is Rikichi who I think was in episode one or two huh. as one of the villagers who did not care for Inuyasha initially. <sighs> and now he got saved by him again. Mm -hmm. Yet again. Or he was in the movie, the first movie. Can't really remember. Go ahead and write us in. And correct <laughs> me. But this was my favorite part of the episode. I was really into this montage, which has the, the content of an entire quest but just squished down into about a minute 
where he confronts a swamp snake and throws it into the sky and gets some fish. He confronts a mountain cyclops and he does the same. Yep. He tosses it into the sun and then he fights some river eels and some kind of round bat. And yep. then the army's like, well, that's every demon in the entire plane. I guess we just go home. And he ends up looking for lovers. Apparently. <laughs> Maybe. I Well, because he doesn't need all that stuff by the end of it. He just gets the livers. <laughs> Kagome is maybe through the other side. So I don't know what all that stuff was for. but Well, I guess it was very valuable because Maroku is <laughs> ready to sell it off. <laughs> that was a crazy scene, too. <laughs> of all of his friends being afraid of him. <laughs> but Kagome's friends, they come to her shrine where Ayumi is praying. Because why not when you're in Rome? They uh, do some boyfriend talk. He's like, oh, why isn't he here? Why isn't he visiting you? She's like, oh, he's far away. And Ayumi is like, oh. <laughs> She's still. How <laughs> <laughs> <A> romantic. <laughs> Even Kagome's like, no. I'm not <laughs> fond of him currently. But Hojo's here. Hojo shows up. You remember what he brings? Like a giant basket of fruit? Yeah, he couldn't think of anything else that would solve a cold. So he's like, here's a bunch of vitamins. Vitamin C. Yeah. And then uh, a, a whole bunch of charms. Yeah. And then he goes, well, I guess you live at a shrine. I guess you have this covered. Sorry. <laughs> and then what else did he pull out? A dumbbell. He just kept... Oh, yeah, a dumbbell. And she can build up her strength. <laughs> and then we never see the fourth thing because the yeah. mom's like, "Can you just just, come just in. <laughs> invite him in for God's sakes?" Uh, Inuyasha brings his giant sack back to the hut, where find he finds out where Kagome is. And where did he super... get that giant basket to put all that stuff in? Uh, he stole it off of a basket demon. Oh, okay. <laughs> and used its corpse. Oh. Any other questions? <laughs> Would have been funnier if it was like that snake demon. <laughs> oh yeah, he just stuffed it. He's into just the stuffing snake. stuff in its mouth, and it was still alive. It. And it's like <laughs> squawk. It's a living. Shippo turn, turns into Kagome again. Uh, Why did he think this wouldn't get him punched? I don't know. It's kind of the wrong time for a joke like that because it's not going to trick him. No. But he crushes Shippo with the bag and runs off to the well. <laughs> <laughs> and Where everyone's did... like, "What? What is? It? Is he stocking up for the trip?" What? I think Sango's the only one who's like, hmm. "Thank you guys." I think I know what this is. Uh, Gramps finds a gross potato in a jar. <laughs> He's gonna feed it to Kagome, but we're spared that scene by Soda, who kicks the soccer ball into it and breaks it. <laughs> yeah, Soda really did a lot of helpful stuff. I like how he and Inuyasha are kind of close in like an older brother, younger yeah. brother kind of situation going on. So does his inside man. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the friends are talking about school, making Kagome sad. She just oh, right. leaves the room. And then the friends grill Hojo about what he's doing. Oh, there. my God. I know. And Hojo. Oh, Hojo. Uh, he's not... 
smart, right? No, because then <laughs> Ayumi mentions Kagome's boyfriend. That was a great joke because they both say, oh, he doesn't know. Yeah, we got to keep this guy. Ayumi's like, you know, Kagome's boyfriend is real nice too. And like, so, the other two bounce on her and Hojo's like, oh, you're talking about oh, me. Oh, yeah, I am Kagome's boyfriend. And even the other friends were like, uh. But Ayumi uh, almost screws it up again by being like, oh, to be like, clear, <laughs> I'm talking about another guy, not you. And they're like, ah, shut up. <laughs> I mean, that that only could have helped, really, if they just let Ayumi... Because either Hojo would have been like, oh, I better step up my game, or move on. Where the fuck were we? Oh, uh, Inuyasha is downstairs tormenting Buyo. Oh, yes. And what a surprise for Kagome. She was too sick to really appreciate it, but... Because she keeps leaving just unceremoniously. <laughs> like, ah. Well, she did sit down with him to, to talk for a few minutes. And then she turned into Batman. Yeah, and then he said, I hate when she does that. <laughs> he doesn't want to admit that he's concerned. He's just more like, I was the only one who could come here, and we just want you to get better. Get better faster. Yeah. But Hojo is a little more concerned about her. This is the plight of the nice guy. Because <laughs> maybe Inuyasha being single-minded about the mission um, is what makes him attractive, whereas Hojo being like, I just want to talk about you, girl. What are your feelings? It's like, and yeah. you're too needy. But Hojo's like, you know, you can confide in me whenever you want. And then she leaves while he's talking to. Yes, which she does, I think, say like, I am your boyfriend after all, or something like yeah, that. But, but she's she already gone, that. so <laughs> she doesn't even hear that. <laughs> I just think if they were dating, like, kind of weird he's zen i'm sure he's got some girl who loves him because he's just so zen but he doesn't notice maybe that 14 year old that i was gonna say probably she probably thinks they're dating (laughs) and so the cycle continues sad so uh kagome walks upstairs and finds her friend studying and that's when she gets determined to study for tomorrow's tests which she just learned about yes it's the it's a big important one Yes, that'll determine her future. And then she finally directly asks Hojo for help in studying. So they all get her started while Inuyasha sits on the roof. Yeah, so he... Maybe Inuyasha doesn't know that he's supposed to be love rivals with Hojo? No, I don't think he does. (laughs) But I thought the first time that he didn't notice Hojo was there, but no, he ducks out as Hojo enters into frame so i think he's hiding from him so he knows there's a boy there and it's just like huh Eh, whatever it's not koga (laughs) koga's who i gotta worry about (laughs) and then uh what does it say oh they leave time passes uh inuyasha bothers her until she tells him to leave he's badgering her to get rest and she's like steady and she really did snap at him she's like don't get in the way of my studying. Yep. Because well, she's kind of, she's regretting not having a normal high school life. Yeah. And she's kind of unfairly placing the blame on Inuyasha. Oh, I don't think so. I think, no? I think it's good that she yelled at him. It's like, look, just, will you let me study? Go away. I guess that's what he needed to go make his magical cure-all. I'll show you. And then, yeah, he can take it. But she did feel bad. Yeah. She's one of those people that like yells and then feels bad after. 
the other gang is back in ancient Japan still picking at the food. Yes. Time. Yes. Like, well, should we just eat this? Should we sell this? Maybe it was for us. And Sango's the only one who's like, no, guys. You don't want to... <laughs> You don't want to do that. Moroku's just playing with a crab. <laughs> Porky Lala is like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> this fish is two times my size. <laughs> but Inuyasha comes back and grabs a bunch of stuff. Hey, do you think to save on like food, they feed Kilala when she's little? Yes. <laughs> I do think that. I think it's, it's exactly like that Matt Damon movie, Downsizing which I haven't watched, but I hear the premise of that, which does not play into the concept of the film is that you could shrink and live small. Anyway. Uh, uh, oh, Inuyasha. Yeah. <laughs> he goes back to uh, the feudal era and starts. He grabs a bunch of stuff. Kagome's mm-hmm. losing steam on her studying and he cooks downstairs. Yes. He asks for a fire. That's it. <laughs> His mom's like, well, I have a gas range. (laughs) He's like, what's that? And they talk for 10 minutes about technology before he finally decides to cook. And he hands Kagome. He hands Kagome a mug full of stink stew. Mm -hmm. Or something. Which Sota, who knows that it contains liver from various animals. Just watches in horror. He's like, she's not going to drink it. He should have. But she she trusts in Inuyasha. She's like, this is really going to make me better. And he's like, oh, yeah, my mom used to make it. Yep. So this, she's like, all right. This thing that has not been mentioned before is now suddenly come in handy <laughs> to bring our characters closer together. <laughs> and, then Inuyasha, and then she was like, oh, so your mom made that. And he goes, yeah, she usually used dried ingredients. I use fresh. And he's about to elaborate when Sota is like going, yeah, true, true bro (laughs) fashion is like, stop, don't. (laughs) She will vomit up all of it. And uh, Inuyasha picks up on the hint, which actually surprises me a little bit. It does. He's usually kind of dense. Dense where he doesn't care, (laughs) but good call. Yep, yep. And then he pats her leg while she tries to go What to sleep. cool parents to let a boy sleep in your room when you're only 15? Hmm. I didn't think about that. <laughs> my house, my rules. <laughs> Door stays open. <laughs> I mean, he's done so a few times, but, but they didn't know. I was going to say, with their knowledge. That he's like a boy with a giant sword and ears. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, that makes it okay, I guess. Mm. <laughs> By the way, we get a bunch of glory shots of Kagome's doorknob in this episode throughout. Oh. And that covering is still on there. Huh. Kagome's doorknob, by the way, also sounds dirty. Yes. But, but we're going to move on. Yes. Yeah, he just pats um, her leg, touches yes. her. Yes. And Kagome, really, she's like, hey, is that a magic spell? It's like, dude, Kagome. She's delirious from fever. All right. (laughs) But, and he was just, again, just like, kind of something my mom used to do. Just super massively tender. Mm -hmm. I think I even wrote, oh. Cute. 
And he just stays up and pats pats her leg. She goes to sleep and then he starts staring at her personal belongings. Oh, yeah. Looking through her yearbook. Or, no, her photo album. Yep. And then her medicine cabinet. (laughs) And her wallet. Yep. And he takes... And the box she has in the corner of her closet. Um, Oh, no. (laughs) Should not look through that. Is this what she's into? (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) This, like... I gotta say... This whole thing didn't fill me with feelings of romance. It more made me feel like they're really good friends. Because when he's looking at the album, it's he's kind of understanding, like, she has a life outside of me. And, I don't know. I still may be on board with him just trying to find some closure with Kikio and not Kagome. Mm-hmm. I know. But he patted her leg. He did. Like his mommy did. Oh, to make her feel better. Like a good friend does. And then he got her to school on time so she could fulfill her dreams of taking a test. <laughs> An overzealous cab driver could have done the same thing. <laughs> she doesn't have money for a cab. Are you kidding? Uh, that's true. And that cab driver is, would have to obey traffic laws. It's too slow. Yep. Inuyasha can run down the street, apparently. Because <laughs> they were street level for a while, weren't yeah. they? Before he left onto buildings. It's that weird boy <laughs> that was sniffing the pavement about a month ago. <laughs> yeah, piggybacks are very romantic. So he piggybacks her to school. She gets there on time. She happily takes a test while he sits on the roof. Yeah, watching over her and her dreams. Cliffhanger. Well, it's not a cliffhanger. It really wasn't a nursing battle of the rival lovers either. No. So, uh, thank you for reminding me. (laughs) Uh, This episode has an amazing, poorly translated title. (laughs) But I think we're going to have to make that a recurring bonus episode. Uh, Where we play What's That Title 2. And uh, maybe, well... Next episode is episode 90. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do it then. Because I have to think of a... And we have to do it with some regularity. And it can't be at the end of the discs. Because that's where our Reddit recaps are. <laughs> we got about seven or eight more before we have to decide where we're watching the movie. Oh, got it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which we'll discuss just before we get to it. Probably on mic. For the enjoyment of our listening audience. <laughs> but it comes at a weird time it's like in between a uh, two-parter hmm, okay. but once we get close to it i think maybe you'll remember what the two-parter is hmm. and then you'll be like hmm should we watch this before the two-parter in the middle or after hmm okay yeah i kind of remember the overall theme of this season I do remember next season. Oh, shit. Are we going to get a gang of... Uh, a band? Furious uh, Sevens? A band of seven, perhaps? Furious Seven, starring The Rock. Billy Rocks. <laughs> you wish. Mm-hmm. You know what? Just a quick aside. I was... Just maybe this once. We've already discussed this. I don't recall. He had nothing on his little tombstone. 
how at the very end when they're showing everyone's buried, they got Billy Rocks with a plain old cross, and then they had a good night with his little flask, and then they had uh, the little card for Faraday, and then uh, D'Onofrio had a little pinwheel. Oh. And I'm like... Did you guys not put a knife or something? Put all of his knives in the cross. Just, yes. How come he gets nothing? Oh no, I didn't I notice was, that. I rewound it because I at first I'm livid. like, okay, I I get it. He he had he loved that flask. Okay, I get it. He liked his card tricks. And then I'm like, he had nothing to do with those pinwheels. How come he gets a freaking pinwheel? I don't know. Poor Billy rocks, man. Now I kind of want to watch I Saw the Devil. Watch it, and then maybe you can convince me why it's good. Because I don't think it's a good movie. No? Oh, well, maybe it It's won't. paced really well, because it's like two and a half hours, but it doesn't feel he like just it. just looks he's, fine. But he's not He's not as bad as he is. And, yeah. Uh, he's like he's a... He's dressed great, and he's got that little mustache thing going on, and his longer hair in uh, Magnificent Seven. Yes. He's sexier in that movie. Okay. He's kind of... Maybe I'll quit while I'm ahead. He's flirting with the darkness in I Saw the Devil. But I think that movie is stacked against him. Like, the theme of that film is counter to what the main character is trying to accomplish. And that's about all I can say without ruining it. What's the difference between vengeance and revenge? Um, I think they're the same. Okay. it's kind of what I thought as well. They're synonyms. Okay. I, I wasn't sure. Maybe there was like a little teeny tiny difference. Well, write us in if there is, because I could be wrong. Because like maybe you get vengeance, like, you know, for someone who can't, like if you're like getting revenge, you're like getting revenge on someone who harmed you directly. And if you're getting vengeance, maybe you're getting vengeance for someone who didn't harm you directly but harmed someone oh it's like empathy versus sympathy or maybe or one of them could be a gerund as in a verb that could also be a noun so vengeance is something you have and something you can do whereas revenge is only something you can do Mm. you can't have revenge Mm. but you can menace somebody you can't have revenge no. Didn't someone say, I will have my revenge? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> well, look, not everybody's a scientist, goddammit. Oh, boy. You just got... You just won this argument for sure. Hey. Well, that's Weave You Yasha, everybody. I was Sean. <laughs> I still am Lindsay. And thank you for joining us for this, my last transmission. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Lindsay, (laughs) take (laughs) us out. (laughs) Bye.